Namaste, everybody. Welcome back to Third Eye Lectures. This is your girl, Shalom Ashe Gaya. And we are back again, episode number two of the Third Eye Lectures. Today's episode is titled My Spiritual Journey. And I wanted to come to you guys and talk to you about my story. So, some of you are that are listening to me, you may know me. If you don't know me, then you're about to get to know me. <laughs> All right. And um, for those that watch my YouTube channel or for those that are interested in seeing my face, you can um, join me on Divine Chakras on YouTube or Divine Chakras underscore LLC on um, Instagram. So my story starts a long, 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 long time ago when I was a child and I've always been into like scary movies. I've always been into the occult. Um, I remember like reading ghost stories and watching horror movies like all the time. I was always intrigued with with like ghosts and spirits and all that stuff. And I've been like this, um, you know, my entire life. So um, it's no surprise to me that I am doing the things that I'm doing um, this present date. But Besides all that, um, I was raised as a Christian. I was um, born, um, you know, into Christianity, raised in a Christian church, AME to be specific, with it, which is African Methodist Episcopal, um, for those that are not aware of the de- denomination abbreviations. Um, AME means Amer- African American, wait, African American Episcopal, African Methodist Episcopal, y'all. My bad, my bad. <laughs> But anywho, so that is the denomination that I that I grew up under. Um, you know, I wasn't like a daily church girl, but I was in church with my mom every Sunday, Sunday school, all of that. Um, we were in there. My mom was also the treasurer at the time, which she is now. But um, even when I was growing up, my mother would count money after church. She was a church treasurer. So, you know, we were definitely um, into church. I was also baptized. As a youngin, <laughs> I had the sprinkle of water put on my forehead. Um, I took communion and then I got rebaptized in a Pentecostal church later on in life where I was submerged fully in the pool of water um, by the um, by the pastor that was at uh, Bible Way, which is located here in D.C. Um, Pentecostal, that's a whole nother story. Um, I did that whole thing with um, an ex-boyfriend of mine who was heavy into the Pentecostal faith at the time. And me and him ended up going back to church. So eventually, um, I shot away from the church. Um, this is like during high school years when I started working and I just kind of shied away. I was in the church choir. I was also, um, I did the liturgical or whatever you want to call it, the, the, um, the spirit dancing, praise team, I did all that. Step team, like I did it all. I was, I was in, I was on the um, the YPD, um, you know, the youth, the youth uh, department for the church. I did all of that. So um, later on in life, um, you know, I ended up going to college and did all of that and shot away from the church more and more and more. No one was there to like make me go to church anymore. So I kind of just stopped going and. Um, I remember specifically going back to church with my daughter's father, um, who I'm no longer with. But um, when we were together, 
we ended up going back to church together and he was also involved in the Pentecostal faith as well. Um, so we did end up going back to church and I've always had like, I've never had experiences with, with God or Jesus as far as like spiritual connection, never, never, ever had an experience. Um, I did have one experience though with, um, the guy I was dating in high school when I went back to the Pentecostal faith and I was doing some tearing at night and um, I was in my bed doing some tearing and I started to feel my body levitate um, off of the bed. And I think it was because I was going into a meditative state and I wasn't aware of what was going on. And I literally felt my body like levitate um, out of the bed a little bit. So that was kind of like the only like crazy thing that ever happened to me as a Christian. Um, I never gave my life to Christ. I never went up to the altar and got saved or anything like that. I never did any of that. I never felt compelled to. Um, I never like was like wholeheartedly like into doing all of that. So yeah, those are my younger years. So the second session, um, we're going to discuss my um, advanced years um, leading up to um, leading up to when I came back home. So I came back home and I came back to Maryland. I lived in Charlotte for 10 years. Came back to Maryland in 2011. And um, from there, I had my daughter, Kennedy. You guys know who Kennedy is. My little baby. And um, basically, I was never really... I never really got back into going to church. I would go to church here and there on the major holidays, quote unquote, but I never was like fully immer immersed back into to the church. Um, during this time, though, I started to become more politically aware of the corrupt government and the things that were going on um, in the United Snakes of America. And I started to realize, um, you know, the undercover um just like different things that were going on through the presidency, um, through politics, through the media, through brainwashing. Um, you know, I really started to wake up and have this political awakening of everything that was going on around me. It really started to make me research um, like nationalism and being sovereign versus being a, a naturalized citizen and things like that. I really started to get into the wording of the Declaration of Independence and just all like the controversies. Like I started watching a lot of YouTube and all of these things. Um, amidst all of that, though, I did get more involved in makeup and becoming a makeup artist. So that also kind of strayed me away from going to church as well um, because I was working every weekend, which was Sundays. So I really didn't have time to like be, I guess, uh, distracted by Christianity. So it just was all the more reason for me to kind of, um, you know, start, start dabbling, not dabbling, but just start researching other things. So I just started, um, again, you know, researching political, um, political, I guess, like controversies and, and things that people would rarely speak of, even, you know, all the way to like the whole moon thing, um, with us going to the moon and that being faked and, and just, just all the craziness that you guys know about through the political system. I literally started to wake up for about five years, um, and just really like discovering what this government was doing to us. So after the whole political awakening, um, 
I was still working in makeup and I ended up uh, leaving uh, Sephora and moving to Nordstrom. And that's what really kind of jump started, jumpstart, I should say, everything for me. Um, while I was at, while I was at Nordstrom, I consequently um, had surgery and I had gallbladder surgery. I got really, really sick and I had gallbladder surgery. Now, this is a year ago. Okay. So I started working at Nordstrom in 2015. I had my surgery in uh, 2017. And I swear, like, y'all, I had an Indian doctor and y'all know this story. I had an Indian doctor and I swear that man did something crazy to me, um, which really caused me to like completely like do a 360. Um, after I came out of uh, surgery, I vowed that I would not eat any more red meat, um, nor would I eat any more meat. But I did start with red meat and I started to wean myself off of the red meat. And that's when I started to become clearer and clearer and clearer. I met a lady. Actually, I met a, a my sister, I should say, um, her name is Sierra and, um, Sierra opened me up to crystals. Now, what was crazy is that I have another sister, her name is Flo and she was posting pictures of Sage and Palo Santo. And that's what kind of triggered my mind. I was like, something just kept telling me I need to Sage. I need to Sage. And I started to get into this whole, like wanting to Sage. Um, and then, uh, around that time, I was doing a lot of product reviews and one of my um, one of my co-workers wanted me to review some natural shea butter products that that his uh, cousin makes and his cousin would put clear quartzes inside of the product. And that actually is what started my whole interest in crystals. I had my first clear quartz and I didn't even know what to do with it, what the properties were, what it was, what it meant, what I had. Like I didn't even know or realize that I was holding my future in my hand at that point. So um, between the sage and the Palo Santo and then me having the clear quartz and this whole like curiosity behind it, um, that is when Sierra <clears throat> came into my life Sierra worked with me at Chanel, but she had left the counter and she came back as a freelancer. And Sierra comes in with all her beautiful feminine glory with this beautiful um, clear quartz choker and this armband that um, that our friend Malaysia, who is um, the owner and operator of Life Sputters, who makes um, some amazing jewelry pieces. If you're interested, you can hit her up. And um I was like, oh my God, where'd you get this from? Where'd you get this from? Like, I was just all into it. And I was like, you know, do you know where I can get some sage? And she was like, girl, don't you live in Laurel? There is this great place in um, your area called the Crystal Fox. And I was like, the Crystal Fox? And I Googled it, come to find out it's on Main Street, which is literally a hop, skip, and jump around the corner from my house. And that has been like my second home ever since, Crystal Fox. So shout out to Crystal Fox. But anywho... So I literally left work that day. I was like, I'm leaving early. I literally left work that day and um, I went to Crystal Fox and that was it, y'all. That was it. It was Murder, She Wrote. I went in there and I tore that damn crystal shop up. I was um, diving into chakras like I was just I, I feel like because I was so open to wanting to know and I was so curious that literally my spirit guides and my ancestors were like, you know, singing the praises like Thank goodness our, our baby finally woke up and we can now start to really um, open her up to this wonderful world of the occult and meta metaphysics and venerating your ancestors and whatnot. So 
from there, um, you know, I was in the crystal shop literally like every single day and I was, you know, collecting stones. I had got a full chakra set and I was learning about chakras and saging and all this good stuff. And then one day I woke up and something was like, I need tarot cards. And, you know, obviously, um, from, from there, well, right before then, I should say, because this is definitely an integral part of, um, my journey. Um, the, the solar, the big solar eclipse happened around this time. This was last August. The big solar eclipse happened. And then I got into tarot cards, but I also joined this group called Indigo Tribe 11. And Indigo Tribe 11 is what really started my entire like being of divine chakras and my spiritual um, transition into Shalom Ashe Gaia. And um, through Indigo Tribe 11, I really realized that I am a, I was, I, I, I was shown that I was chosen as a light worker um, and that my purpose here on earth was to help people to uh, transition into their spirituality, to ascend and enlighten themselves, to wake people up, but to also guide people and give them guidance through tarot. And that is what started my tarot card journey. I literally woke up one day and um, I said, you know what? I'm going to go get some tarot cards and, you know, that is going to be my life. So I got some tarot cards. Um, my first deck was the Rider Waite Tarot. I um, started to teach myself how to learn it. Later on is when I got my certification, when I took my course and got my certification to be a certified tarot reader. But before then, like I was certified by the universe. I didn't need to be certified by, um, you know, any person or um, entity of an institution. I was already, you know, I was I was already deemed as this tarot reader by the universe, by my ancestors. So it was just amazing how everything just kind of connected together. So anywho, after the solar eclipse, um, that's when things start to really get into gear. September comes is when I start my channel Divine Chakras on YouTube and it took off from there. Um, you know, I mean, I was having, I mean, I would get 20, 25 followers a day. It was insane. Um, that takes me up to October. October, I started working for the Enchanted Fae where I was doing readings there. Um, and then I, I was at Enchanted Fae for maybe, uh, maybe six or so months, six or seven months. I worked, um, at the crystal shop, um, most amazing experience ever. Um, I really got to connect to a lot of people, meet a lot of people within the spiritual um, realm. And it was just so exciting to just be able to be like weird, quote unquote, around people that were also weird along with me. So I really felt in my comfort zone. Okay. Um, from there, um, by December, I had built two altars in my room. I have my deity altar. I have my personal altar, which has all my crystals and where I do my meditations. Um, and then in December, that's when I started my Facebook group, Collective Conscious Minds. And from there, we just been flourishing and we have been, um, we've been doing it. We've been doing it. Um, fast forward to, um, fast forward to June, 
or no, no, no. Fast forward to May, late May, I opened up my, um, my boutique shop, um, makeup and metaphysics. I have since closed the shop because it just wasn't something that I wanted. I thought I wanted it, but I didn't want it. Um, and it was also just the space just wasn't conducive to the work that I needed to be doing. It was very loud and noisy. It wasn't very, um, intimate. It was not an intimate area at all. So, I have since closed my location in, in Columbia, Maryland, but, um, you know, I have already manifested my studio, private studio. So that will be coming within the next few years. So, um, you know, my mobile business is booming. We are Liddy over here. If you are interested in getting tarot readings, you guys know you can hit me up. Um, I did leave out a big integral part of my journey, which is Reiki. Um, I became really, really intrigued and interested in doing Reiki work, not just on people, but more so for myself, um, healing hands. And so I did take a Reiki course and I have become since certified as a Reiki teacher and master or master teacher Reiki. Um, so I also have that under my belt as well. Um, I am currently working on uh, my life coaching certification as well as my angelic healing certification, crystal Reiki certification, um, hypnos, <laughs> hypnos, um, hypnosis certification, as well as my um, licensed speech um, certification to be a speaker, okay, to be a keynote speaker. So yes, yeah, Shalom has a lot under her belt, but... Um, I know that the universe would not have given me this opportunity if I ha would not have been able to live up to the expectations of my ancestors. So that is just a overview synopsis of how I became um, open and enlightened. I also do have um, another story of me becoming more enlightened or becoming enlightened, I should say, on my YouTube channel. If you want to see me in person, I do have my whole journey story on there as well. If I may have left anything out because, you know, my mind is all over the place. It's going on 10 o'clock at night. But I just wanted to come on here and share with you all um, that your enlightenment process is not mistaken. You are not um, being taken over by any negative energies. You must be open and go with the flow. You have been called um, for a reason. If you are hearing this message, you have been called for a reason. You are here for a reason. You are a light worker. You are a healer. You are a bruja. You are a witch. You are all those and above, my love. Okay. Um, the, the, the age of Aquarius is here. The shift is here. And we, we must all, we, we must follow through. <laughs> I'm telling you, you must follow through. So the ancestors are waiting. Um, they're doing a good job at awakening us and getting us ready, um, for the transition of the next dimension. But if you know what I know, what I know, and if you have been following me for a long time, um, then you know that this is just a start to our ascension, that there's so much more um, to, co to, to come and there's so much more work to do. The work is never over, you guys. The, never, the work is never over. So I hope that this message finds you with divine love and light. And yeah, you guys, I'm going to end it here. Uh, make sure you you give me some applauses. Make sure you share this podcast. Make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that, um, you know, if they need some guidance or they need some consulting uh, with spiritual um, work or, or opening up or becoming more enlightened or understanding what they're going through. Your girl, your sister is here. 
I'm here to help you through and I'm here to give you some insight um, again through tarot, through Reiki or through just into intuitive um, through intuitive messages from the divine. So I love you all. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your love. Um, I, I know I had about 19 listeners on my last podcast, so I'm so excited. You guys, it's about to be so big. And um, I'm going to come back this week, later on this week, you guys, with a episode on the um, the lunar eclipse that's happening, the full moon, the blood moon, Mercury retrograde. There's so much happening this week. Leo season just started on Sunday. There's so much going on this week. So, 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 so much happening this week, you guys. So many shifts and we just have to be mentally, physically and spiritually prepared. So I'm going to end it here, you guys. I love you so much. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.